Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Anthony, and thank you all for joining us today. Um, as always, I'm joined by Mr. Daniel. Hello there. Woo! The that? that was my Mike Lowry. Woo! That was like Ric Flair woo. That was a, it was. That was a Ric Flair woo. And, uh, police, and you know? Shay. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Uh, I built that one up a little bit. It's again. It sounded like you're doing like a midnight radio. Welcome to Welcome Midnight to Velvet the Movie Podcast. Ooh, I like that voice. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be my new voice from now on. All right, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. How's everyone doing? Doing good. Yeah. Doing good, man. It's, it's a snowy day today, though. Yeah, very we got a lot of snow. Yeah, if everyone's wondering, we are recording this in the Arctic. No, sorry, <laughs> Toronto, and uh, we got a bit of a snowstorm today. It was yeah. a lot of shoveling today. Yeah, I was and like, not just on the podcast. Oh, Ooh, here we go. Hey, oh, uh, yeah. No, it was a lot of snow today. A lot of snow today. So hopefully yeah. you're staying safe and driving safe. And if you're listening to us on the road, you know, just pull over, finish the episode, then keep going where you're going. Yeah. Why? Did, why? Why? Because they, they have... can't. They can't focus on what they're doing when they yeah, hear yeah, us yeah. talk. They need to hear us at a hundred percent. That's brain good, A hundred percent max volume. If yeah. it distorts, don't worry about it. Yeah. So I want to clarify one thing with everyone who's been listening. Okay. Uh, you well, might listen. have heard me saying. Why am I on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you might have heard some and confessions. I do not like movies. <laughs> yeah, clear uh, I need to clarify that. Um, I do apology. like movies, and I don't know why I'm on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we put you on here. We, we were know. creating this podcast, Us Three Brains. Uh, why did we put we you on We had a good here? thing going before he yeah. got here, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but you, Anthony, didn't, you didn't have the thing going. And then no, we didn't really have a thing yeah. going. You didn't have the yeah. podcast. Till. We didn't have the podcast. No. Yeah, we Very had true. this time with going, and then you came in, and you were like, hey, guys, I like movies. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, you proved it to us because we answered, we asked I asked 10 three, questions. Three, three we did. Questions. He, he questions answered the questionnaire. He answered them all right. And yeah. now we're here. And now yeah. we're here. Yeah. And Anthony, you, you do bring a, a good... I bring the controversy. You bring yeah. the controversy and this comedy that we that we didn't know about. The what? The comedy. Like, you have some comedy. Oh, I have, like, dry have some- dry humor, yes. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that you were, like... Um- <laughs> I didn't even know your name until no, you started this podcast. I didn't know your last name, you but didn't I didn't know, know I you had... clown? So- no, but I didn't <laughs> know how you had so many, like, Funny like phrases... Like, yeah. stick it in your panini press. Yeah. Jesus on a football. Yeah, yeah, Like, you've yeah. given us some no, golden... Don't question my trenches. Don't question my trenches. You've given us oh, some yes, golden nuggets and then, uh, of phrases. Well, no cracking eggs today. No cracking eggs today. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, stick, the, the stick, stick that stick, in... Stick it in your panini, panini press. press. Favreau. John yeah. Favreau. That was, was, a, that was a classic. That one's direct as well, too. Yeah, yeah really it has, one. like, enough context. I yeah. Think. Hopefully, we can get those on merch one day, and our listeners can listen and, yeah. and, listen wear, it, and wear it at the and same time. And have everybody judge them as well, too. <laughs> yeah. Why does it say stick it in your poo? Oh, oh panini. Panini God. press. Panini okay. Press, yeah. But wait, uh-huh. panini press? <laughs> what kind of show are you listening to? Man. As always, you can... Listen to one of our episodes, our newest episode, every Sunday night, if you're really paying attention, Monday morning. And you can catch, um, or you can answer or ask us a question on thistimewith.com slash talk. Uh, and sometimes we have YouTube videos that we post as well. Yeah. yeah. We have our um, we have a bunch of reviews out on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, segments of the show we'll be putting on YouTube as well. So if you want to see what we look like, 
Definitely go check us that out might. as well there. Too. You can actually see us on Instagram and Twitter too. Yeah, we're yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, we're everywhere. At this time with Facebook, we're not on though. Not Facebook, really. no, we don't. We don't. We don't really do yeah. the yeah, Facebook we don't, scene. We don't. We don't need your moms to know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we don't, don't need your see, We don't want to see your uh, yeah. your memes. Yeah. You know, they have memes on Facebook. They have memes is where, fa- where when you see a meme on Facebook, you know it's it's too it's, far. It's old. I feel like I'm gonna get like you know the the Flossoraptor and like the like the Bad Luck Brian or whatever. Yeah, like you're gonna get you're gonna get those. I'm gonna see those memes on yeah. there right or like a minion that's that's those are when memes are like that's when facebook thinks memes are new Ooh, is when it gets there it's like internet it's like a time machine eh? yeah. yeah 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 but hey we're the movie podcast we yeah, are the movie we are, podcast. we are the movie podcast. And let's talk about some movies so let's head over to the news <laughs> cool <sighs> it's so good it's we're just so good clean. At it. we're so good so clean hopefully one day they'll use that for real news uh, <laughs> just <laughs> I, they just like <laughs> sample us <laughs> 30 dead tonight. Uh, <laughs> <in> a- <laughs> Are you guys ready? You guys yeah. ready? Yeah. You see like two news anchors just like getting ready like rock, paper, scissors. <gasps> um, first order of business. The no time. To- <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that, the bottle what, would be this sorry, loud. That was the first order of business bell that we were in. <laughs> the news is here. You know I'm just going to keep the lid off this bottle. This movie podcast bottle that I have right now. Yeah, so uh, first order of business. Um, the No Time to Die title song will be performed by Billie Eilish. Okay. <laughs> so Billie has written a song with her brother, uh, how do you, uh, Finesse? Finesse? Phineas? Phineas. Phineas O'Connell. Phineas O'Connell. It feels crazy to be part of this in every way, Eilish said no, in a statement. <laughs> James Bond is the coolest film franchise ever to exist. I'm still in shock. Um Eilish, who probably hasn't watched a yeah. Bond, Bond movie <laughs> ever, um, who only just turned 18 in December, is the youngest artist in history to write the record, uh, sorry, to write and record a James Bond theme song. What are your takes on Billie Eilish and James, James Bond? Bond? They're really going after the young crowd oh, yeah. with this. You know, I mean, like, but obviously, shout out to her. She's had an incredible year last she had an year incredible career so she has far, an yeah. incredible career mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. only 18 uh she was the artist of the year last year and like for apple music and she's everywhere but like she's also one of those artists that like she's so i think catered to a younger demographic so like when my dad came up, he's like hey i heard this uh billy eyelash is going to be <laughs> uh doing the james bond song i'm like oh yeah she's a she's a she's a young person Artists. Why did you say it like that? Are you old as well now? I did. You see my cane as I walked in here. I did. I did see your limp. No, no, but like, uh, we know her music, but it's like yeah, she's yeah. she very much has a younger fan base. So I think yes. this is a very calculated move for James Bond and the broccoli producers because they want to try and bring I think a younger crowd to see this movie, not just an older crowd. It's an interesting move. I mean, it I I'm not a huge fan of her music. But I also don't dislike it. It's just not one that it's in my rotation. Right. She's mm-hmm. an interesting artist. Yeah. She's... And I, I think personality-wise, um, I've watched a couple of videos of her, and I'm like, oh, okay. She just seems very, like, bleh. Like, dark? Like, just dark. Yeah. And like, I'm like, oh, my, okay, cool. Like, but mood, I, she's like, a moody teenager. But, like, but when, I, when I hear that she's doing the Bond theme, the first thought that came into my mind was, like, 
that cool hip dad trying to be like, hey man, like I'm getting Billy Eilish to perform at your birthday party. Right. And it's like, mm. oh, okay, interesting, Dad. Dad, I'm 32. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's interesting because I mean, but I'm glad at the same time that they're not sticking to something so traditional. Right. And just kind of breaking the mold a little bit because yeah. we're so used to the the Tina Turner's the. Um, Adele, Sam Adele, Smith, Sam Smith, who did uh, the casino. I know the Rob, song. Rob, uh, I just don't Rob know Zobby? the. No. <laughs> God. Burn through the oh witches. Uh, you know my name? Yeah, yeah. No, you know my name. Who would you have wanted? Skyfall two. Give who it to Adele. <laughs> give it to Adele. <laughs> no, no, no. Chris I'm, Cornell. Chris Cornell. Oh yeah. That's oh, a good yeah. one. Oh, rest in peace. Um, Elton John hasn't done one. I would have wanted Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> Hold me close now, James Bond. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a spy man. Yeah, Elton John would have been great. Um, um, yeah, I mean, but again, Elton John is appealing to like the older, an older. Crowd. Do you really think that the younger audience would be like, oh yeah, like this Billie Eilish is uh, s- s- the younger audience, or do you mean the older audience? The younger right? audience, okay, are gonna be like, yeah, let's go watch James Bond. I think so. I think so. I think so because I'll be honest, like eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, because yeah. mm. when they when they know somebody like I, I'm trying to think of the movie, but I remember going to see a movie and like whenever like a young this younger actor was in, like Dunkirk, for example, oh, like yeah, Harry, Harry Styles. Styles was in it. And I remember going to see Dunkirk and there was a lot of pre-teens. younger preteens in it. When is he going to show his hair? <laughs> he cut his hair in that movie. That motherfucker too, right? died. Did he die? No, he no, no, he survived. Oh, okay. He's okay. Shit. I should have said that though. Yeah. I said that to the person next to me. This motherfucker's gonna die. Why'd you say it like that? Who's the person next to you, by the way? Just some like preteen girl yeah. <laughs> preteen. crying. Oh, you're here to see Harry? Yeah, he's gonna die. He's gonna he's die. Gonna I've die. already seen this film. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, no, but I mean, like, like Billy's really popular with the yeah. younger crowd, and I think it's opening up. Even if they don't go see it, it's making them aware of James Bond as a franchise. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, it's a banger because ah. her her brother's her producer, and he's a phenomenal producer. So I'm hoping it's a banger of a track because I we think can't, we can't knock it until we hear it. Yeah. So if, if it's a great yeah, track yeah. and the, I to me, it's not so much even the song. It's the visuals that accompany 100%. the song because every Bond film has these amazing visuals, except I didn't like um, Spectre Spectres with the octopuses yeah. and like the, 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 the ink octopi, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And the ink, it just was an unsettling one. But I, I like that song. I like, yeah. The I like writing on the yeah. wall. But uh, yeah, as long as the visuals are good for this, then the cool. Intro? Yeah. I know that like when it comes to Bond songs, there's so many controversial ones. I think Goldeneye by Tina Turner is amazing, yeah. obviously. But everyone, I feel like, hate, hates Madonna's. Yeah. Down of the day. Like that one was very controversial. There's Yeah, there's there's always like, like big one for me, like Live and Let Die. Like Paul McCartney mm, is a huge one. Big one. Adele, The Skyfall. I think Adele, uh, like. The Skyfall is a great the, one, man. The Skyfall hit at such a time where Adele was literally at the peak of her fame right mm, at that mm-hmm, moment mm-hmm. with her it album. Was a perfect she had time. a good year. And like 2012, her album dropped number one for this weeks. Is the end. You know? And then Skyfall drops, and it's just a yeah. crazy road for and And it's and again, and it's great a great visuals, song though, right? and great visuals. So, yeah. and Billy has really weird visuals in her. Music videos. I wonder if they're going to can take that in, consider- that in it, consideration you know? yeah. in the Bond melted music eyes. video. What melted eyes? There's that oh, music melted video eyes. Where yeah, she has oh, her eyes like, are like kind of like, like melting with. I'm black. like, who's dying? <laughs> Blackness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. So is it going to be like um, a James Bond like manga opening? Like, what's... <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Be, yeah, be interesting. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I feel like we're going to be hearing the song soon. 
Because, like, I'm going to, well, you oh, guys, yeah, you're right. when you do the next story, because Bond is in April, April 8th, I'm going to take a look and see when the last Bond songs have all released. So, usually, I think, like, within three months, right? I think, yeah. So, I'll let yeah. you, I'll let you do the next news story, and I'll look so that up. So, next news story, Colin Trevorrow's script for Star Wars, episode nine, nine um, is real, and it leaked online. And this is from Adam Chitwood of Collider. So, it was only a matter of time. While J.J. Abrams is the director and co-writer of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, we know that he wasn't the film's first director or writer. Those honors went to Colin Trevorrow, who was tapped to take the helm way back in 2015. But in 2017, Trevorrow departed the project due to creative differences. The script leaked hails from YouTuber Robert Mayer Brunette, who posted the video supposedly breaking down the major story beats of Trevorrow's version of Star Wars Episode Nine, titled Star Wars Duel of the Fates. The veracity of Brunette's video was also independently confirmed by the folks over at the playlist if you need more convincing. Crazy. Um, before we get into that, so Sam Smith's uh, Writings on the Wall came out September 25th, which is about... Was a month? Uh, just under two months yeah. of uh, before Spectre, and Adele's came out a month before. So, so okay, we'll I'm probably gonna... be hearing it February, March, yeah, probably. So soon, but yeah, back to Star Wars. Back to Star Wars. Wow, crazy! <gasps> I love the name Duel of the Fates. So, cool. so much name. better, better than such a cool name. Rise better of than Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Um, there was a huge uh, controversy over the week. Or was it this week, right? Yeah, just yeah. a few days ago. This about this like how better the story is <laughs> compared to J.J. Abrams. Yeah, um, Rise of Skywalker. I mean, J.J. Abrams took over in 2017, yeah. which gave them literally two years to write a movie and to film the movie and do post production, which is Crazy. insane to think about. When you think about when J.J. got Star Wars the first time, he had three years or three and a half years to do it now he has to do everything in two years and granted you have your cast and everything already but you're but also not just doing it in two years you're doing it in two years following two films following two films and having trying to have a conclusion so i'm just surprised the rise of skywalker turned out at all you know what i mean like because it's not a terrible movie it's just it's it's just it just blows my mind to see like like when you when you look at it in the long run like disney did not need rise of skywalker to hit in december like, they could have easily postponed it and had a March release or a, a May release. You know what I mean? Like, they could have mm -hmm. delayed it six months, put it out in June or July, and let it breathe and give it the time it needed. But they made it a point to keep on that track. And it's it's crazy to see. Like, I have some of the some of the major plot differences here. Um, a lot more Force Ghosts in it. No Palpatine at all. There's no redemption for Kylo Ren in it. So he's kind of through to the end he is dark he's dark and it's revealed that snoke is the one who ordered him to kill ray's parents so it's like there's hmm. different twists to it again we don't know what the final vision of it would have looked like but it sounds really interesting and it sounds like a lot more intriguing of a story at, a, at its baseline you yeah. know what i mean i do like the idea of of kylo killing raise you know parents yeah it also I, I, makes sense then it didn't make like we really didn't know the age differences between kylo and and, and ray. ray i didn't know if they were the same age or if kylo was maybe five years older or I, I was yeah I was, I was thinking like maybe the five-year range right but again it's so hard to tell yeah right 
Um, but I do like that idea. Of, yeah. That would have been a real cool twist. Because, like, literally, I feel like it was such a an extra thing. Like, such a... Like, oh, we can figure... Oh, uh, they're not... Palpatine isn't Ray's father. Oh, shoot. Let's make it grandparents. Yeah. So we'll just make the parents look like they try to sacrifice her. Yeah. Where in the movie before, it literally was like, no, they were... They traded literally you. junk traders. Junk yeah. traders. So it's like... It's just like little things like that where it's like yeah. it doesn't Well, make I mean, sense. even... I think there's even like plot points about um rose's character and finn's character yeah and like finn has like a a bunch of other defectors that are stormtroopers and they become an army and they're on coruscant and it's it's such a like when you when you think about it this the plot ties well into last jedi yeah carries it forward and it it just it makes so much more sense it gives almost every character some redemption yeah and a pro- whereas, proper arc as well yeah you whereas rise of skywalker was just like Two and a half hours of just like it was just like sensory things, overload. Yeah, sensory, like, things were just yelling at me. I yeah. was like, "What is this movie right yeah. now?" You see those star destroyers? Every single one of them could kill a planet. It was such Why? a silly film. Like yeah. I was like, "This is dumb." Right? Yeah. Now. It felt cartoonish. Yes, it felt very, very cartoonish. cartoonish. Especially when even you're though, trying to create this yeah. realism into it. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Star Wars is like the idea is cartoonish, right? But like it came off. Really, like a, kid, like a kid's cartoon. Yeah, maybe. like yeah. like oh, this is a twenty-two minute episode. Don't worry about the logistics yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. like oh, we'll, like well, and there's so many when when they're when you're pitching this movie, The Rise of Skywalker, as the end of a saga, and they're like, you know, like all your questions will be answered type thing. Like we still don't know, like yo, how did Maz Kanata get? Luke Sky, uh, Luke's uh, was she lightsaber. In Skywalker, by the way? She was at the the base at the oh, beginning. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was just like what, like what was Finn going to tell Ray that he was force sensitive? But we learned after, and there's so many things well, that you learned from the even learn that he was force sensitive, right? But like, and it's like things like that where it's like, I don't like if we learned if it was properly introduced somehow, sure. But like to leave it so open for JJ to have to say it at a Q and A, <laughs> or to have to learn things from the visual dictionary of the movie, like yeah. or to play Fortnite. <laughs> To, to hear, yeah, Palpatine's message, like it's it's things like that that I just think like that's it's such an afterthought. Where at least when Colin Trevorrow got hired it was in 2015, he had four years to make his movie, pretty he's, much, he's right? A, he's a, I think he's a good director. You know, it was after what Book of Henry came out, and there was a like that didn't do well, and then but it just sucks. Like it's like it's like one movie doesn't do well, and it's like oh, Kathleen Kennedy just goes it's crazy. fired. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy for such a company that's. The whole structure of Disney is being creative, and right. they're having issues with their creative, directors. Yeah, this is consistent with their Star Wars, uh, with especially their, the last few years, right? Their, um, their directors, yeah, and yeah, Star Wars, and now Marvel. Yeah, Marvel with um, and we, Marvel. Huge Marvel was, has been good. Like the the biggest thing that we heard from Marvel was yeah. like Josh Whedon had the issue, and then Marvel's like we're changing it that they they're only reporting to Kevin Feige. Then it's been good. Yeah, and then obviously the Edgar Wright stuff was before that as well too. And then, like with Star Wars, obviously we had filler, Chris Miller, and then Colin Trevorrow. It, and it's, it's definitely it, it definitely boils down Josh to, Trank to Disney, as well too. Right? Like Disney, as much as they embrace not embrace, but they promote creativity, they don't embrace it. Yeah, they yeah. They, have, they have to they trust have vision, the system, right? Yeah, yeah, they have a vision, and and that makes sense. I mean, you're successful the way you are because of how you are, right? But it at the end of the day, everything just seems manufactured, right? When you're watching yeah. a, a Disney film, you know everything is going to stay within this bubble. And it will never surprise you, I guess. Right. It'll always be okay. You can predict what the next move is gonna be. Right. Right. Film and like and when you when you get those release dates, it's like that's full steam ahead towards that. And that's how they make their movies. Fine. It's great. It's but cool. yeah. but also like it's nice to the only way like movies like this 
are going to stay fresh is if you keep trying new things and staying original. Yeah, you take know some I mean? risk. And I'm not, not saying like take a risk like you did back in the early 90s and you know early 2000s. No, no, no. But just kind of give some freedom. Yeah. You have yeah, you have to. There's there's got to be some Cuz then directors there. won't want to direct for you. Right. Right? And then and there was um there was uh there was a huge the, the, that round table, remember I sent it to oh, you the guys? the director one, yeah. Uh with um Bong Joon-ho and everything. Bong uh, Joon-ho and and uh, uh Lulu Wang. Top Lulu Oops. Wang. Yeah. And she's she said that they she was asked to was a Marvel movie, right? Direct a Marvel movie, and she didn't want to because right. she felt like she wasn't gonna get what she like. She right. wasn't gonna get what she wanted yeah. to give. She would have been like controlled in some way. Yeah, right. And that's, and, not- and that's a fear. And even if it's not a hundred percent the case in every director's experience, yeah, it's still a fear at the end of the day that mm-hmm. that's not theirs. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, 100%. like the farewell will always be her movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah. when you put your name to like. I go back to Doctor Strange because that was just last week and I love Doctor Strange. Scott Derrickson, that was his movie. But now that the sequel's coming out and he's not attached to it anymore, it's like, that feels like a part of you's like gone because like that character's going to move on without you. And yep. if it was planned that, hey, you know what? I'm stepping away after the first one because I want to do something else, fine. But like for him to like leave for creative differences, that's what sucks. And I think the only one that really stands out as the catalyst in all this is James Gunn. Yeah. Like, when I look back at Guardians, that feels like a James Gunn film. Right. So different than what Marvel was pumping out. But I think that also helped Marvel kind of pivot and say, oh, that, that works too. So right. we're going to incorporate Guardian-style humor and the the vision that Guardians right. had into the rest of our films now. Right. Which is cool. You know, like they take one thing and then kind of build take credit it. for right. it, I guess, and build from it. It's fine. But it's just, it gives you just production that's it right and you, you want you want to you be want surprised like when we saw winter soldier and we're just like wow this is this Huge. is unique this is different this is what this going forward yeah. even marvel's like that changed the mcu and yes. captain america after that and the avengers movies were the better for it so right i think when you see things like this and you've seen the script leak i'm just curious right. if disney will ever like address this or if they're ever if colin trevorrow is ever going to come out and be like yeah that's true or that's not true Colin he, he, on twitter he's very like quiet right but it's uh you can tell he's got like a snarkiness to him oh definitely you know that uh he may be one day like he may just retweet it and just put like the eye emoji on there or something right. <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll, we'll see. see but it sounded cool so definitely uh if you're interested in learning more about the differences the the link to the stories in our show notes will bring you right to collider kind of breaks down everything that Happen, changed yeah. from the, change the movie with, yeah well, so he's, he's busy with Jurassic right now yeah so well it's nice to see him come back yeah. to it right he, yeah. he's gone back to practical effects too because I saw him release a video recently of uh, the animatronics that they're using awesome so he posted that it was really cool that's awesome yeah. cool uh, let's move on to more news so Disney drops Fox name will rebrand as 20th Century Studios instead of 20th Century Fox uh, Searchlight Pictures so 20th Century Studios and Searchlight Pictures. Those are the new names for... Because it was Fox Searchlight, right? Yeah, Fox, Fox Search, Searchlight. Yeah. And, the independent film. Yeah, it's weird It's weird to say it, yeah. though, right? Um, this is from Adam B. Uh, Very from Variety. So the mouse has officially killed the fox. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great opener. In a move at once uh, unsurprising and highly symbolic, the Walt Disney Company is dropping the Fox brand from 20th, 21st Century Fox Assets it's acquired last March. The 20th Century Fox Film Studio will become 20th Century Studios, and Fox Searchlight Pictures will become simply Searchlight Pictures. 
On the TV side, however, no final decisions have been made about adjusting the name of production units 20th Century Fox Television and Fox 21 Television Studios. Those logos won't be dramatically altered, just updated. The most notable change is that the word Fox has been removed from the logo marks. Otherwise, the signature elements, swirling keeling lights, mon- uh, monolith triumph- triumphal fanfare will remain the same. So, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's what we expected. Yeah. I, it's it's I, an iconic like opening to movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I, I the 20th century logo. I don't, and I don't really care for the Fox part. I like, right. I like 20th, 20th century. 20th century. Yes. It's really, really yeah. cool. And I like Searchlight as well, too. So it's yeah. like, it's cool to see it. It's funny because whenever I thought of those names anyway, like, I never thought Foxes yeah. and Fox. I always yeah. said I always 20th, thought century. 20th century. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it, I'm just curious to see how they're going to, like, adjust the logo. Like, is it going to look like I think off? it'll be fine. It'll just be like one peg down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you go to Microsoft Word and just remove a sentence? That's yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. It's nice. That, we predicted that we knew it was probably going to come eventually but yeah. now x-men films won't be able to do the they can't do the, the x. x remember how they'd always highlight the x at the end of the ah, movie yeah. the that was that was dumb wow <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> you know there was seven dudes that had to do that like, you know you would watch it and you're like why is why is this a thing <laughs> what's the x stand for? <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> who's mr x as long as like the star wars still have that like you know that remember that i dude, thought it was i thought it was oh part of the star wars yeah like that yeah but didn't they now Huh? They got rid of it, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. In the new series, now it's just Lucasfilm. They did, but like still. So I mean, your your theories are the window. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyways, uh, TV updates. We have a TV update. TV update. TV update on the movie. So Mindhunter season three in doubt as cast released from contracts. This is heartbreaking. That's That's heartbreaking. Um, We don't actually have a source for this. Doesn't say, but um. (laughs) Netflix has released. I, I'm the source. That's why I yeah. like this. Netflix has put Mindhunter season three on indefinite hold. It looks like there's a bit more to the story here, but here's Netflix official statement. David is focused on directing his first Netflix film, um, Man- Mank, and on producing the second season of Love, Death, and Robots. A Netflix spokesperson said in a statement he may revisit Mindhunter again in the future, but in the meantime felt it wasn't fair to the actors to hold them from seeking other work while he was exploring new work of his own. And when we were referring to um, um, David, David, we were talking about David Fincher. Yes. He is like the the main creator right. of Mindhunter. Um, That's from Adam Chitwood, sorry. I didn't put that. It's, it's in the it's in the link, but it's not on the the article itself. Okay, but yeah, that's an, that's another one from Adam this week. Yeah, Mr. Adam. Uh, there appeared to be news made this week as US Today headline declared that season two of Watchmen wasn't going to happen uh, at HBO as showrunner. Are we talking about the same news? Different. Oh, I don't know why it's not showing up there. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Se- yes. Second TV update. Second of the TV update is um, HBO is no longer going ahead with a season two to um, the Watchmen, which is uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't have. I don't find that a bad thing. Right. I would have loved to see season it. two, but I actually like that it ended because it was a really good series. So yeah, David Lindelof basically gave hbo his blessing saying listen i'm not coming back for another season but he gave his blessing to, to move do, forward to move forward and hbo basically said no, no we're okay right now so it's not like officially like canceled yeah but, but i don't think we're gonna see it for a while years. probably uh, yeah. that gives if me that. i have a lot of respect for hbo to do that yeah mm-hmm. that is huge any other 
studio out there or production house would be like, no. It's coming out next year. We are hiring Tyler Perry now <laughs> to finish this series. And it's like, oh, okay, sounds good. But for them to say, okay, we had this super successful thing, but the person that was really behind it doesn't want to come back because they think that it's done. Yeah. We'll honor that. And yeah. now they're yeah. honoring it so far, and I believe that they'll honor it for as long as it takes. Yeah. yeah. I hope so because, again, I think the first season is just – perfection it's literally lightning in the bottle it's absolutely phenomenal and even though it ends on a little bit of a yes or no like cliffhanger i think it still tells a complete story that you don't need to worry about seeing where it goes the thing that sucks is that i loved so many of the characters on that show that i just wanted to see more of them that's selfishly Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. asking for that but for a story to stand on its own that's pretty cool you think it'll win a couple of em- em- emmys when it when the emmy season and... I, I think it's possible for it to, I, think possible. I think it's possible yeah. especially for regina man like she was yeah, so George. good in it it wasn't uh, nominated king. for any sorry king yeah. george <laughs> from mean girls um <laughs> it wasn't nominated for any golden globes eh i think wasn't or i no, think the cutoff i think it was i think it was too cutoff. late yeah because they were still airing episodes after like within, not, not within that yeah. time period that the Golden Globes already were nominated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying. I uh, think... Yeah, it was nominated for AFI, for broadcast film. Yeah. But not for the Golden Globes. But yeah, good on um, Damon, Damon, good on HBO. Yeah. Not progressing with something that doesn't need to be progressed right 100%. away. 100%. Yeah. For sure. It builds that suspense and that excitement when yeah. it does come out, if it ever. If it ever does, yeah. yeah. Uh, box office recap. What's the box office jingle? Cha-ching! Yeah. 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 Like, Cha-ching! Ching. Uh, bad Boys <laughs> bad boys for Life. So good with $68 million. Why is it? Why, is I don't know. That's, that's the title of the article, man. Anthony, but that's yeah, also man. by someone named Anthony. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Anyways, I'm just going to say Bad Boys for Life. 68 million. That yep. is amazing. It's, it's right now estimated to do that because, again, it's we're recording this right before the weekend ends. Yeah. So, so it might make more or make less. I think it might make but more. But it was predicting, they were only more. predicting like in the 40s. Yeah, for, like right? 30s yeah. to 40s. So it's performing really well. And I think Very well. when you make a really good movie, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. Will we, though? I think, yeah, I think we, we should. I think oh, we should. and we didn't actually talk about what our topic of the show is. We did not, no. And oh, that is. Yeah. What is the topic of the show? Upcoming. 2020 films are our, our, our most anticipated or things we would like to watch in 2020. Yeah. Good Lord. So we're very excited. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, was that was that like a Southern accent? It was like an Anderson Pack. Oh, okay. So, yes, Lord. yes, Lord. While Bad Boys for Life um, did 68 million, Doolittle also came out and made 30 million, which is also surprising because it's, I thought this movie was going to make did little. negative 30 it did million. Little. Yeah, it did, it did a lot better than Cats did. <laughs> Cats only made six million in its opening weekend. Yeah, so I'm thirty million. I I honestly think that's just the power of Robert Downey Jr. and -hmm. talking animal movies, or like parents taking their kids to it. I heard that the the ending is um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it because who gives like who's gonna watch it? If you don't want to hear the ending to Doolittle, skip four minutes in. Yeah, (laughs) we're going in depth. What is it? He has to like surgically remove something from a dragon. Yeah, he has to fist a dragon. He has to. My God, give a dragon a colonoscopy and pull out a set of bagpipes. And then then John Cena says something. John Cena says something stupid. Like something like, oh, you don't see that every day or something like that. And then, uh, and then the dragon farts and dies all over Robert Downey Jr. No. Yeah. 
He farts on him. He farts, gives literally. This, I think the description true. of the ending was a dr- the dragon gives out the longest fart ever. Are you are you like playing with me? Or are you- I'm being oh, so serious. John Cena says, "Teamwork makes a dream work." That's there you that's go. how it ends, and then it just cuts to black. <laughs> so this is a spoiler, but I need to share that I this is coming from Ryan George. Yeah, the climax of Doolittle is literally him pulling bagpipes out of a dragon's clogged asshole, <laughs> after which a polar bear, voiced by John Cena, exclaims, "Teamwork makes dreams work." <laughs> oh my god. god! And I actually have a clip of it. Someone actually posted the clip on twitter can we i'm scared to play it we'll, we'll play it af- let's, uh, we'll play it after it, uh or? ryan george is from screen Rant, actually he yeah. makes really funny uh screen like pitch he like they were they like pitch a movie yeah like uh and it's they, he does really funny ones. so we did one for doolittle this week and it was actually really 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 well done cool oh, um yeah that's uh that's a that, that i would say one of the greatest quotes i've ever heard from a polar bear from a polar bear. In a movie with Robert Downey Jr. That and, and when I think um, Daniel and Craig played a polar bear. and uh, The Golden Compass? The Go- Golden Compass? Yeah. Yeah. When he said, James Bond. <laughs> I don't know what he said. It's what, that's the... <laughs> he has to say so, it. Have yes. you ever seen The Golden Compass? Mm, I remember. I just know. Because like, it's the same... His Dark Materials. Yes, like, it's yes, the same. Yes, yes. Uh, that's where it's from. Yeah. I'm just curious. Like, How does it compare to the <laughs> two? <laughs> yeah. Man, but yeah, um, it looked so bad. Like Doolittle looks really bad. I'm so sorry. It yeah, just why? They, there was another like, there was another like, not an article, but like someone on Twitter wrote like, the director is just batshit crazy. Yeah, like he's just fucked. So oh, yeah, we were talking. We were. I posted. I sent an article in our chat as well too. Yeah. That like everything they were doing. That I was like, oh, we'll just do it in post, or we'll just record yeah. it after. And so opening day, Doolittle made six million. Wow. Opening day. Uh, beat cats. Opening yeah. day. But worldwide right now, it's sitting at about $14 million. Eesh. So we'll see if it actually hits the this 30. This had a big budget, too. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if it hits the 30 at the end of the weekend. Right. Yeah. It, that's what it's estimating. It's crazy because like, you just have, again, you have Robert Downey Jr. in this movie, probably making so much money to star in this. This is his first movie. It's a $175 million budget. Yeah. Probably he probably got towards tw- him. He probably got <laughs> he probably got like $20 million to do this movie. And, like, and then the voice the cast alone is like... Oh, huge there's yeah, so many known cast. people in it yeah i can't believe that this movie happened I'm so upset this movie happened. it's 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 very interesting it's very interesting but right. hey bad boys did great yeah so bad boys did great and i'm happy to we're gonna actually have a, a review for it later on in the show we, so, will. we um, will that's really good uh let's move on to trailers you know what's funny Tra- Sorry. What? Real, real quick about <laughs> real quick about Doolittle. i have not seen a single actor other than robert denny jr promote this film but god the, no but the cast is stacked oh dude it's a, it's an it's a insane Antonio cast. banderas michael sheen jim broadbent uh emma thompson remy malik john cena Kumail Gianni, octavia spencer tom holland craig robinson ralph fiends selena gomez it's a stack i haven't cast. heard a single person say they're in this film i think everyone's embarrassed in yeah this movie. nobody they didn't even know it was for this movie they just were just recording they, were just, they thought they were like going in for adr for one of the films yeah they they're like oh we're recorded. just gonna get the mics warmed up why am i you supposed might... to say do little in this scene <laughs> don't worry about it it's, it's a marvel film yeah. oh okay, okay cool, cool. but apparently too like all of robert downey a majority of robert downey jr's lines like you can't understand them right they're yeah. either dubbed afterwards and they're yeah. said when he's not looking at camera because you could tell they did like the ADR after he did the the film itself. Yeah. Like that's Yeah. That's, I heard a couple of different exes. 
he portrayed yeah. like Jamaican and for Indian, Indian and Ireland. He was like, supposed to be doing fuck? a Welsh accent for some reason. I'm, I'm just out of curiosity. I want to see what this movie turned out like, but I will not no. drag myself to the theater to watch no, it. No, Dave, don't, don't even, do that. I don't even. I don't even watch it at home. No, I'll just wait. I'd I'll, rather I'll just wait watch, for the supercut on YouTube. Yeah, I'd or rather you not ever do that. Okay. If you ever told me to watch Doodle. <laughs> I'm quitting the movie. I'm quitting the movie. That, that would be the end. That's all it takes, eh? All right. Yeah. That's good. Too. I'll keep that in my back pocket. Yeah, yeah keep well, it in my back pocket. Let's move on to trailers. Trailers! Before she interrupted me. Sorry. <laughs> One more thing about Dulo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trailers! Trailers! Is that what we're uh, for trailers? Trailers. We should do like a three-person harmony. It's like trailers, trailers, trailers. So who's starting it? Trailers. We should, really, we should make note of this, you know, because I always forget. You know? Well, but this is the thing. Every week, we'll I don't even know. How to, I don't even <laughs> every, know. The only one that's stuck so far is is news. And and maybe, and, well, I don't know. You guys ruined it there. And maybe mailbag with a mailbag. Mountain Dew. Drink it up. <laughs> we should put in the document like the sound effect. Yeah. Ching ching. Then we ching ching. Do 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 do. Trailers. Do you want to do the three person harmony? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Who wants? Do you, who wants to start it? You start. You start it. Trailers. 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 Uh, we're gonna need you to go a little bit sharper yeah. on that note. You know what? You get what you get. Okay. We'll get there. We'll work on it. Can't wait to drop right. Okay. Let's talk about trailers. <laughs> uh, we got Bloodshot, Stargirl, Sergio, Guns Akimbo. And the Lovebirds. Uh, yeah, it was an interesting week for trailers. I think I have been. I I, I watched Guns a Akim, Akimbo. Akimbo. Um, Guns Akimbo. When you tell somebody the the plot of this movie, it sounds like I feel like a dream you would have if you did like cocaine one a lot night. Of acid, maybe. Yeah. And like, yeah, okay. Let, let me. This is like a what's the plot? Yeah. That turned into a real movie. Okay, Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> wakes up. He has guns bolted to his hands. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yes, yes, yes. Now he has to go kill this other person in this like live action game that they're playing. Okay, yes, go on. He chooses very interesting roles. And I gotta uh, give him credit for that like, because mad he did Harry Potter. And then after that, like, what was the one where he's uh, dead and he farts a lot? Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're, I'm with you. Was it Dom Hall that is in the movie? or was Dom Hall Gleason is in that movie. Yeah, yeah, and him. But I'll find out. Yeah. Um, Dan Radcliffe farting corpse. Yeah. <laughs> There's the one where he has like the horns. He's ho- Mr. Yeah, Horns. Yeah. He's when he plays a neo Nazi. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a good Skinhead. movie. It was, yeah, yeah. was a really good movie. Imperial? Right. Well, that's not called Imperial. Imperious. 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 Imperium? Imperium. It is Imperium. Um, yeah, it's called Swiss Army. The one Man. thing I got from this trailer is that they used a lot of the Suicide Squad font. Oh, yeah. And this, I'm like, oh, this reminds me of Suicide. Even like the way it was animated on d- screen. <laughs> It's like, fuck, I Dude, felt like Harley Quinn was going to jump It out. literally looks like you could insert him into the Suicide Squad movie, and he'd be like a character that they had. So is this based off a comic? I'm not too sure. I haven't seen the trailer, by the way, but I, it's, like, I know of it. I it's guess. crazy. It was at TIFF. Yeah, it was at, it was at TIFF. It was at TIFF this year, and apparently it did really well at TIFF, so that's why it's getting a theater release now. Yeah. Um, any yeah, other that trailers that stood out to you guys? Um, I only watched the Love Birds trailer. I thought it was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. I oh laugh. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. With, I hope it's good. Um, uh, Issa Rae and Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, Issa Rae. Yeah. yeah. What, what, a, like what a, a strange like pairing. Pairing because yeah. I'm I like talk about diversity. Let's get like two but people they're, they're, from they're two the, different cultures to be and in the, a relationship. The biggest ones right now. Like, yeah. Issa Rae yeah. super popular. Kumail Nanjiani really super popular. There, yeah. But I laughed in this trailer yeah. a lot. I was surprised. Yeah, it was it was certain parts were funny, but then I'm like. It felt like date night, not yeah, date night. It was um, like game night and like date night. Date night, and, and date, game, game night. night. 
Gate Night. <laughs> was it? It's Date Night and Game Night, right? Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. It's a combination of both films. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yes. I mean, if white people could have like mediocre let's get an comedy Indian, movies, an so could diverse people too, right? And let's yeah. make yeah. them. No, I hope it's good. I, I watch it on like a Tuesday. Like it, it looks funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably watch a- it on a Netflix stream with Doodle. <laughs> It looks funny, though. I'm also trying not to be too hard on comedies nowadays because I've been proven wrong a lot in the yeah. past. Like, mm. with Game Night. I don't think... Well, yeah, I'll we'll take the biggest L on Game Night because that movie, when we left it, we were just like, shit, was that, a, was that an that amazing was movie? movie yeah. You Damn. guys really liked it. I didn't like it that much. Really? Yeah, yeah. but you also, like, hate movies right no that's true you're gonna have to give a i think the only the last movie i watched that made me laugh really hard in the theater was probably bad boys for life Step Brothers. what yeah do you not we we got we got some changes yeah i'm gonna talk to myself on the side (laughs) what do you mean Step Brothers was from like 1993 like that's how old it is man that like you gotta make me laugh what was that movie uh richard pryor was in (laughs) in the uh, the 70s what's the the one uh i believe it stars hey i'm just i'm being vulnerable here i'm letting you guys know that there's so many good comedies like do you not like to laugh what is i do like to laugh when i talk to myself Wait what? <laughs> That's so sad. But Anthony laughs at like Anthony laughs at dramatic movies. Like yeah, there was a, there was some really serious moments going on in Bad Boys for Life. I'm like, oh shoot, I don't know what they're going to do. And Anthony's just like, ah! like Anthony, no. Yeah, we're probably watching that was super serious. And Anthony laughs. And I'm like, oh my god, he's dying in this scene. Like, probably would laugh during 1917. I feel. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Did you? Sure. So wait, what have you seen that's a comedy with you guys? Yeah, you haven't watched much of this. That's comedy. Yeah. No, I don't watch a lot of comedies. Yeah, I think you were laughing during Joker, and I'm like, dude, he's literally depressed. And- <laughs> Do not. I know. Jokes. I know the movie's These called Joker, but at all. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's cool. Good, good trailer. I don't. Know. I don't have a trailer for the week. I'm we're sorry. C- we're coming up on. We're about two weeks out now from the Super Bowl, so Ooh, we should be getting some, some bangers, banger trailers. Yeah. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Not like us. I mean, like what? <laughs> what? Oh, teams? Let's, 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 so this. There, uh, we still have a week before I think we know the, is teams. It the Cleveland yep. Cats. No, Cleveland it's the class. it's the Buccaneer Broncos. Oh. So yeah. what city is that? Though? <laughs> Buccaneer. Uh, oh, Buccaneer Town. B- Buccaneer Town. So both both conference championships are tomorrow. Interesting. So we got the Titans versus the Chiefs. Nice. And we have the Packers versus 49ers. Nice. I would say the Packers and 49ers is probably the Super Bowl game before the Super Bowl, like the closest thing that you would right. want to see in a Super Bowl because sure. those two teams are great. They're the big teams, you right? You got like Jimmy Garoppolo and yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Um Who's but going? it's going to be a conference championship, so one of those teams is going to the Super Bowl. Right, right. Uh, so what do you think? What's I hope it's the 49ers versus the Chiefs. That'd yeah. be a great uh, match because you got Patrick Mahomes on the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Wasn't and he in uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo playing. Oh, Mark Ruffalo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy <laughs> Garoppolo. <laughs> Jimmy. Good old Jimmy. Yeah. You can't yeah. beat an Italian See, play we're, football. You know? we're, we're cinephiles. We don't know about sports, okay? Well, I just told you a little bit about it. If you go on to the the, the East End. You do Italian so quick there, yeah. by the way. Well, listen, we're going to go to the East End, eh? You My mom's going to make so some pasta there. for us tonight. You it's going to okay? rip your scalp off. Oh. You gotta watch it on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I know Sunday's the Lord's Day, okay? Yeah. So I don't do that. I know uh, some uh, hockey, some basketball, soccer, maybe during the World Cup. Football's and great, man. You, you gotta basketball. watch football. Yeah. Football's great. I don't know. It's too American for me. It is, do, but like you basketball. get used to. It's fun. It's, it's like when we were in Florida, I was like, wow, I feel like 
I was like gonna go home with a football somehow. They just were just gonna give it to me as I was. You were stopping in football, I think, because they'll run and then just stop. I'm like, oh, yeah. but dude, you got yeah, but like, four feet away from that last. Position. Yeah, but you know, it's very. Yeah, but it's, it's a very cinematic sport. It's a very like, oh, inter- man, in the films? sense of like, Ooh. yeah, like football movies are always so, watched, like yeah. you know, like chicks dig scars. What? But glory what that? lasts forever. That's from uh, the replacements with Keanu Reeves. Uh, Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman. Yeah, that's a good movie. We'll uh, see that I know because I'm a cinephile. We'll uh, we'll talk sports movies around the, fo- uh, the oh, yeah, around we can Super do that. Bowl. We'll do an episode about sports films during. The, yes, let's do that and break down all those new. But trailers. that's uh, that's your sports update. Let's <laughs> head back to the studios. Shay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, same my sound that I do. <laughs> what, what is out oh, this week? Let's. What is out this week? We got. I have no idea. <laughs> the last full measure. Okay. The turning. Ah. And the gentleman. So they all start with the. I know what. Which is when great. I was writing this, and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of the movies this week. I only know the gentleman. Yeah. I don't know the turning or the last film measure. Should we what's the plot? We haven't done a what's the plot of 2020. Yeah, I'll let. So I know these movies. Oh. Okay. So I'm going to. I know I'm, these movies too. So. Okay, I'm going to let you do oh, the last full measure. Last full measure. Yeah. You so, don't know what the last full measure is. So it's really. Uh, okay. First of all, it's it's a sequel. Oh wow! But to a film that came out in the year three. What was the f- first one called? The the first full measure. Oh, okay, that makes. Or the sense. half measure. Yeah, yeah. half measure. It's half like the half Nelson by Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling with the wrestling. So it's, yeah. This movie's about actually. It's really about the rise and fall of yeah. Martha Stewart. Oh wow! Yeah. So because she's because like she's talking about you know cooking <laughs> and you measure right and she's oh, measuring yeah. while she's cooking you a measure. lot. <laughs> but Lakeith Stanfield is reprising his uh, role as Snoop Dogg. Her best, her best friend in this film as well. Damn. And in the whole film, it, it shows how, you know, she got to jail for what was a fraud, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the whole movie is three That's hours of her in prison. Just oh, training, wow. getting fit. And, like, she becomes Jack. She's going to be like, buff Martha Stewart. killing people. Yeah. Oh. And she's just <laughs> shanking people? dudes yeah, yeah. out here, you know? And she's baking people into pies. Yeah. And yeah. then it she, it turns into this, like, action crime film of her right, in prison. Right, right. But it's all based on true events and right. real, like, testimonials yeah, 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 from yeah, prison. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what the last full measure is about. Guess who's directing it? Who's directing this one? I know. Who? You know? Does it start with a T? No, he's not. He's not a director yet. He's actually playing the prison bars. Timothy Chalamet. He's the bars? He's playing the prison bars. <laughs> Who is this one directed by? This one? Yeah. <laughs> Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. Oh, yeah. wow. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Good. I'm very good. surprised. She said the script moved her. Yeah. You know, and, is yeah. there a scene where she has like a like a like a bake, like a baking cup, but it's just full of cocaine? And no, she's, it's full of blood. Actually, it's full of blood, and she, blood. that's how she shanks people with the handle. She's like, she what she does is she stabs somebody with yeah, like yeah. a file, but like a really good file, and then she collects their blood in the in the yeah. measuring cup, and then she says, let's bake "That's a cake. all, folks." Yeah, and then let's bake a cake. And you know, Baking Snoop is, is training her in jail. Like yeah. he, he, he drops by and he's like, "Hey, yo, Martha, how you doing?" And then she's all like, nothing, She's like, "Um, oh, you know, I'm doing all right there, Snoop." <laughs> uh, you know this movie though, The Last Full Measure. This is the one with Sebastian Stan and oh Sam Jackson. God, I do know this movie. <laughs> Remember when we saw the trailer? We were just like, "What is this?" I was like, "What is what is happening in this film?" <laughs> You're right. I knew this movie. I remember I was pretty close. Yeah, you were close, very close, very close. My movie's better. Come yeah, Timothy Chalamet playing prison bars. Yeah, I can't. Do you think um, any of these movies will um, dethrone dethrone bad, bad boys? boys? No. no. Not even the gentleman, a Guy Ritchie film. No, no. Guy, is, Guy Ritchie films. I feel always kind of are more lower. Key they'll do better in, in the UK. Yeah, yeah, because this is his 
like he's gone back Almost to what his original yeah the, like his original crime British like crime snatch. yeah, yeah, yeah I was gonna say the, the gentleman literally looks like I think it looks fun but it also looks like a movie that he did in 2006 yes yeah. but I'm not there's nothing wrong with that because no. I'm down for did that. he do it in 2006 yeah. Sorry? Is this, it, how, no, like, no, when did he film this? When did he have a chance probably to film recently, this? Probably recently, because like Henry Golding's in it. Yeah. It's all recent Matthew McConaughey's in he it. Just, he finished Aladdin, and it's like, that's, he, he, that's a huge dude, he just, That was literally last year in the beginning, March. And then... This movie could not have Aladdin was not March. It was May, right? May, sorry, yeah. yeah. It was an M month. Yeah, but, and the, Aladdin was shot, like, I feel like in oh, 2000. Aladdin was shot a long time ago, yeah. too. Post-production took a while on that film. Yeah. Oh. But at the same time, this movie looks like it can be churned out. He just shot it over a weekend, a month you know? or two. He really? just yeah. shot it on his iPhone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it looks fun. It looks fun. Yeah, I hope, it I hope it's fun. good. I hope it's good. Um, what are we watching? Let's move on to that. Sorry. Did you have something to say, Daniel? No, that was, was it. You, okay, good. I forgot. I what are we watching, guys? <laughs> I was going to interrupt you like no. me. What are we watching? It's been a quiet week this week. Yeah, it's been pretty quiet. Um, pretty quiet. Um, I'll start off. preparing for the snowstorm, that's why. I'll start off. Um, I watched Sicario. Ooh. Good movie. And the reason why Welcome I watched Sicario was uh, I was watching, I was listening to a Joe Rogan episode of the podcast where they were talking about cartels. And for some reason, and I don't know why, I have a fascination with Mexican cartels. That's I okay. Do too, I don't know why. Yeah. It's they fascinate me. It's like it's almost like if I was a scientist, I would like choose that to figure out and understand what <laughs> you, what, you what, find the science behind yeah, the cartels. I'm really It's crazy what is ha- like what happens in Mexico, and you just don't know about it. Yeah, how cartels and like how they run cities and like the military is afraid of them. And the and government's scared the of them. The amount of money and it's just, just badass and it's not bad. It's evil and it's, yeah. it's there's so many different things and it's like the fucking wild west in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's there's something about the cartels like yeah. When it's like when I look at some of my favorite kind of like genre types and movies, like we've spoken about World War Two, yeah, is one of those genres that like I just cartel love. movies, I mob love. movies. I'm always interested in cartel because I feel like cartels are like the the Mexican version of mob movies. Yeah, right. yes, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And like especially like with movies like Sicario, uh, the way the the cartels used in Breaking Bad is really awesome. Yep. Um, End of Watch, oh, like yeah. any David Ayer movie has some type of cartel in it. And like, it's beautiful day in the neighborhood, you know. You know, it's just (laughs) it's just so fascinating to to see and like to see how they work and how like just it's yeah, it's scary stuff. Yeah, it's it's scary, scary. especially in Sicario. Like that's that's a that's a movie. That's a movie. So I put that on. I watched it. I love it. Nice easy watch. You know, probably one of the best like sequences ever made in film. The bridge, the border, the the border, the border scene, and even that introductory to 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 Juarez. Where he's like, you've never been to Juarez, and she's like, I don't even know where I'm going. Yeah. You're like, you're going to fucking Mexico, and she's like, what? This is this is we're not going to like uh, Texas. Oh, or and the ending, sorry. Yeah, time to meet God. Yeah, yeah. even that. Benicio. Probably you're not a wolf. Yeah, Benicio's character is phenomenal. I, Have you uh, seen Day of the Soldado, the sequel? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh. Which is see, 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 see. I watched it. Um, I also watched a little bit of it like this week. I just yeah. came across it on TV, or yeah. but I didn't. I didn't really, really watch it. I it feels like finish. a TBS movie, like yeah. compared to it, it was It had good points in the film, but yeah. like the the story was just not there. Right. Um, it didn't have Denis, man. That's and why. it didn't have Denis. It didn't have Roger Deakins. Like it didn't have. Um, but it was an Italian director. Remember how excited you were? Yeah, I thought it was going to be great, but you know what? Like a lot of. A lot of the cartel people are, 
you know, bringing in a lot of um, terrorists. Oh, God. Why'd I thought you were saying. Why you look at me when you said terrorist, <laughs> terrorist organization? I, I thought you were going to say something about, like, the cartel has some great directors in it, too. I was like, yeah. what? So you I know, got, uh, there's uh, <laughs> uh, Fernando Sanchez. So I have, just a side note, I have this Harry Potter Lego set on top of my shelf. Yeah. And it, one, it's from Chamber of Secrets. So there's, like, this black spider on it. I don't know if you could see it from you guys are no, sitting. I can't see it. Oh yeah, but I like, it. it's like it's right in the corner there, and because oh, it's on it. a spider web, it looks like it's on the wall. Mm. And every day I get like a little panic attack. I'm like, that's a big ass spider on my wall, but there's not. Mm. So I just I you keep know, it we there. Were having to... a real good conversation. You just mentioned yeah, some stupid dude, spiders. Ruined, you know you what, man? The spiders in the cartel. They're both scary, man. Yeah, yeah this is this is a bunch we of Mexican a, cartel guys named cartels one day. Cartels? Oh god. I'm. That'd be wicked. I honestly believe that Sicario is one of the biggest snubs at the Oscar ever mm-hmm. to not even get nominated for best I don't think like, best film I think it was best only for, uh, I think it was screen- best only cinematography and screen the screenplay right was it Shay's Shay's typing fast on his iPad right now I think Benicio did such a great job yeah um, I thought Josh Brolin is Josh amazing Brolin. in it too John Bernthal <laughs> Josh Brolin and his character who's just like this it was nominated for three Oscars for cinematography, yeah. music, yeah. and sound editing. Yeah. Uh, All categories that deserves to be there. Yeah. But where's Emily Blunt? Where's Benicio? Where's Emily Denis? Where's Best Picture? Oh, so good yeah. in that movie. Yeah. This person who just doesn't know where she is, what she's doing, but she wants to get to the bottom of it. You got Brolin's character who will do whatever it takes to That's get true. the job done. Do you think it's when it was released? Because this movie was released like in October. 2015, right? 2015. Do you think like it's because that's it didn't like, do... that's prime? Yes, yeah, no, I know, time. but like I feel like the prime like Oscar bait movies start really coming November, out more November, December. December. I you know don't what I mean, know, man? Like I feel like October should have been good. I enough. think like even, it should have been good. Look enough, at what's yeah. upon a time in Hollywood. That movie yeah. came out in the summer. Black man. Panther was in February and it got nominated the next year. Like literally, Black think, Panther happened think, and Oscars happened, and then it only got nominated the next one. I think that's. I don't know if that can be used anymore you know like oh it came out so early on do you think in it's the just year. warner brothers not memory or something do you think, think it's warner brothers not compa- uh, campaigning, campaigning for, for it? it i don't think they campaign hard enough no yeah. we'll we'll talk about that in a future oh, yeah, episode so, yeah. yeah all right what else did you watch that's it um and we're gonna do our review on uh bad boys bad so we'll do that when we do that yeah um but you guys go oh so um <laughs> sorry i watched the first episode of the outsider yeah. yeah, because you know, I said it was good, so I watched the first episode. Um, my girlfriend and I are gonna watch the second one soon. I did the first episode of uh, Amazon's Treadstone, right? The Jason, which is the spin-off. Jason Bourne spinoff, not good, right? Did not enjoy it. Um, it what I liked about it though were the fight sequences because they were completely like the Bourne films, right? Um, but none of the characters are interesting, it just I mean, I maybe I got to give it a shot, but it just wasn't for me. Um, do you see any? Do you see Matt Damon in it at all? The only like inkling, a picture? Uh, no, not even that. The only inkling is in the beginning of the show. Is there's some text that says what Treadstone is, and then it just comes in and says, "This is the same um, organization that created Jason Bourne." Oh, that's it, and that's it. Aww. Other than that, there's you can tell that it's people that don't have the rights for it but have the rights for it right just trying to make a show it's so weird it seems very it seems very distant from it and the music is interesting because they copied the music that john powell john created powell, yeah but it's not the same score it just feels like it, a copy like, like you know how in john powell uses a lot of the drums and yeah. strings but like again it's not the same so it's a little weird i don't recommend it um 
finishing up season two of You. I have not been enjoying this season. I love season one, but this show just got good, but it's also the last episode, so I'm finishing that right, right. now. And they just announced season three for they next year as well. They just announced season three, yeah. yeah. And uh, I did the half of the first episode of Don't Fuck With Cats. How, how did you like it? Fucked up. Yeah. Crazy, right? Did you finish it? No, I just I just started it as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's weird. Like, like my girlfriend expect- loves cats, so she was really concerned yeah. about watching it. I hope it's not just like an animal cruelty type thing. You haven't... That's what I'm saying. I hope it's not. I haven't only done... It's not, though. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, so I, I hope it, it pivots to something really... You just didn't right. know... The cool thing about this doc is like you expect it to go somewhere else, but it's like... especially It's if what it leads to, right? Especially if you are Canadian, you'd be like, wow, this happened? Yeah. And this was how it this started? Is down the street from us? What? Oh, there was points where I was like, oh my... I said to someone, I'm like, man... We were just down the street from this person. Crane. It's how it's crazy, close. Crazy. crazy. All right. Man, that's... Uh, and obviously, don't uh, fuck with bad boys for life. <laughs> that was the that was the other movie. Yeah. yeah it's kind of a quiet week for me. I watched uh, episode two of The Outsider just because I totally missed it last week somehow. And uh, I just was continuing my bad boys rewatch. I watched bad boys two. Duh. Uh, like in French. Two bad two boys. And that was about it. So yeah, it was it's not the right movie, man. That doesn't, no. <laughs> that's not the movie we ever want to watch. No, no, I don't want to. Don't, don't, don't Google that. Two I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm too bad. Two boys. Um, so that's about it. But I think it's time to ride together, die together. Bad boys for life. Daniel, did you shoot him? <laughs> you ride together. I always throw it to Daniel because he always has something to say really quickly. <laughs> uh, really quickly. <laughs> Just a small note here. I think the best way I could summarize this movie is that it's a delight. Delight. It had, like, it had no business. You said it. You said it right. Yeah. It had no business it being no good. business being this good. It was a good film, man. It really was. Like, everything was- from just on a technical level of it, the way it shot, the effects, the explosions, like... Yeah. When you think of Bad Boys, it, Bad Boys is a very timestamp series, right? Mm. It's very. It has that very 90s... Will Smith, Big Willie, like, let's do this. You know what I mean? And it's so fun for that. But this is 25 years later. This is 17 years since Bad Boys 2. And we're not having any Michael Bay in this movie. These are two uh, directors that I have never seen anything they've done before. They're young guys. Adil and Bilal. Yeah. And, like, they just came in and they just killed it. And it's just such a fun movie i want to kick it to you guys i think now. this was one of their passion pieces because they've been trying to make this film for a very long time Have they? yeah that's awesome oh, yeah that's from from what i've remember seeing because they've been trying to get bad boys and getting the cast and getting martin lawrence and will smith to like sign up this sign off on it big movie as, like, and it's a big movie it's just it happens to happen in january right. it happens the literally the second week of january a film that usually you would see during July, July, yeah, May. you know, Fourth of July weekend type and, of thing. And I think this is this just goes to show, like, th- I guess, like Will Smith's stock as well kind of has been dropping with his mm-hmm. last few movies, right? Like, you have him coming into a movie that's coming out in January. It's a it's a threequel to a movies that weren't really received well when they came out, right? Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two. Even though they're like they're loved, they're, they're cult not, favorites. You're right. They're yeah, not they're like their most critically re- well received movies because I'll be honest, they don't really age as well no. as really? like other or Bad Boys Two especially Bad Boys doesn't age. Two well. doesn't one I think is still a phenomenon. Yeah. yeah, but like and then you're you're watching this and I'm like, 
damn, why is this movie so good? It has yeah. a, it's hooks in me, and everything was riding against this movie. Yeah. But they found a way. They found the way. I would tell the audience, if you're expecting something that's very similar to what you watched in terms of one and two, you're going to be completely um, shocked when you watch three, because three has such a... At point, at times, a serious tone to it that you you like the structure and you like where it's going. Yeah. And if there are ever future Bad Boys films, it has a different approach than the just the comedic and blow them up series. That right. You, like sometimes you watch Bad Boys and you don't even know what's happening because the jokes are funny and right. the action's great, but like you don't really care to know what the plot of the, right. the whole story is. I just watched Bad Boys 2 this week, like, as I said. If you had to tell me to explain the plot of that movie, I really, really wouldn't know where to start other no. than, like, Gabrielle Union is Martin Lawrence's sister, and she's undercover. undercover. But, like, everything mm-hmm. else is just mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happening. This one, like, I felt I was so engaged in the story that yep. was happening. and It's um, it's a very mature film. It, they, they take it a lot more seriously, yet at the same time, you don't lose any of the bad boys' flair. No, it's all there. All of it is still there. And as this movie progresses, you keep wondering, okay, when is it going to slip up? When is it going to make a dumb mistake? And while there may be plot points or plot decisions that might be, I don't want to say controversial, but at least a little silly for the films, this movie handles it, I think, in ways where it makes sense and it and it plays to the bad boys' formula. Right. Overall, the chemistry is still phenomenal. This is also the first time that Will Smith is billed first than the last two films. It was always Martin oh, yeah. Lawrence. That's so funny. So this is more of a Will Smith film. And again, every decision they make in this movie, I always thought the opposite was going to happen. Yeah. We like we kept looking at each other like what like when oh, oh. when is this going to happen? Like when is this and I like, think and we kept trying to decide like oh who the villain's going to be or the twist. Yeah, like, and oh, it, I'm like, luckily, oh, please don't make it this like don't make it this person's an inside person and like their chemistry is as good as it's ever been. Yeah. Honestly, they they play off each other so well, and to think that again, the first movie was twenty five years ago. That's absolutely bananas. That's bananas. Mm-hmm. That's bananas. That that it was so long ago, and yeah, it's so fun. It's score, such a fun movie. Score wise, Lauren Balf yeah. is here, and he does an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Amazing score. Um, the soundtrack for you know Bad Boys is known for its great music. I think it continues forward with this movie oh, as definitely. well. Action sequences are really, really cool, and they they have this element of practical yet still making it fun. Like in, in as the accuracy sequences are taking place, the movie is still funny and action packed. Right, and it's going through all these different motions, and the sequences are long yet still very, very fun. They introduce these characters that are supposed to be the new generation, and any film that does that. All the characters are super annoying. Yeah, you yeah. you automatically want to hate all of them. But not in this movie. Even the character you're supposed to hate in this movie, you end up liking because there's redemption to them. There's a there's a theory behind them. Everything that's introduced in this film is so much fun, and you go along with the ride. Yeah. There are surprise cameos. There's people coming back. and Overall, this movie, despite what you think a Bad Boys film is, or despite what you think a January film is, you got to go out and watch this because it's so much fun. It it honestly reminds me of like not not to say that the Mission Impossible Impossible movies were ever really bad with the exception of two right. I would say like teeters that two's like, a silly one when you when I saw Ghost Protocol and the kind of the glow up from number three that was it was just like whoa I wasn't expecting like that type of like turn up of quality and right. I think that's what this is and when we saw at the box office this week how this movie's performing 
it goes to show that when you make a movie that's good and the characters look like Will Smith, I think is having the most fun in this movie that he's had in years. Yeah. It's just, it will be successful. I will so. find success. And I hope, hopefully they don't lose the, I mean, they call this one bad boys for life, which yeah. would have been the perfect name for a fourth movie. Um, so we'll see what I get. I get for. why they called it that after right. the way that the film really, it focuses on their man- mantra a lot. Right. And, when it finally started happening, I was like, oh, okay, I get why they called it Bad Boys for Life. Granted, yes, that would have made sense for the fourth one, but you know what? Like, All is okay. forgiven once you All watch it. Forgiven All is forgiven. All is forgiven. And there's just some great um, cinematography as well. Oh, and, my. Honestly, there's the shot. There's a shot on this movie that's the shot to beat this year. Yeah. That's like, we already, not going to spoil what it is, but you'll probably know it when you see it. It's it the is. shot to beat this yeah. year. and. That's that's gonna be the bar to yeah. see if anything surpasses that. So we ju- I just looked up the budget for this film is ninety million dollars. That's awesome. That's a very, how much that's do you think low Will's, budget film. How much do you think Will Smith is out of that ninety million? Eighty nine million dollars. Nine million dollars. <laughs> but I mean, it just goes to show like you don't need two hundred million to make a movie. No. I'm just curious, out of curiosity, can we look up the budget of I'm Hobbs and right Shaw? Now. Oh, okay, no, I'm not looking at that. Hob- what were you gonna look up? I was looking up Bad Boys One was nineteen million. Wow. Bad Boys Two was 130 million. Wow, and that was in early uh, 2000s. Hobbs and Shaw's budget was estimated at 200 million. Crazy, because like I would say, when you're looking, I think Hobbs and Shaw is what this movie wanted to be, in terms of like having yeah. your two characters try and play off each other, trying to solve these crimes, and this movie just delivered a really solid action movie, solid comedy, and just such a great dynamic between the two. Mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. I, I loved it I'm so happy and I, I'm and so I, happy I'm actually like curious now what these directors Adil and Bilal are going to do in the future because I'm going to look out for them 100% these are people that know how to create action create tension create great film yeah and create something that is already an existing franchise and still bring it to life right yeah. I'm scared now like is it going to be something where when, Cre- when Creed came out and we were like Creed is an amazing movie yeah and then Ryan Coogler got so much praise off of that one that when he left and someone else came in to do Creed 2 Creed 2 is a fine movie but it's not Creed 1 yeah you know what I mean so I'm just I hope they come back for the fourth one I really hope they do too, and I really hope they don't bring back Michael Bay because this movie doesn't <laughs> need Michael Bay. It does not. Like, this movie thrives off of not having Michael Bay in it. I would say, like, if you can, if Michael Bay could bring money, more money to this, sure. To so he then, wants to produce it, then you know, like, make that would be great. Yeah, executive producer, sure. Yeah, I'm I mean, surprised he wasn't on this one. Yeah. But what yeah. would you guys, what would your, be your final review? So if you're new to the channel, yep. if you're new to the podcast. If you're new to life. If you're new to life, we give we don't give numbered reviews here on this time with or in the movie podcast. We give a suggestion. Yeah. Um, so what would be your suggestion for this movie? I'm going to start with Anthony. Um, I'm going to say watch it. You're going to give it it's a watch? A fu- like, what are you doing in January? You're going to sit at home, <laughs> look at snow, go watch Bad Boys for Life. This, this is attacking people now. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> what are you going to do? Watch that? snow? It's, what are you going to do, huh? Feed it's not family? a bad film. Like, you're going to enjoy it. And it's Mark Lawrence and Will Smith. Their chemistry is fan- fantastic. So, And the jokes are great. There's some great jokes in this movie yeah. that had us laughing out loud, yeah. for sure. I so. also would say watch it. Exactly what Anthony said, except the watch the snow part, because I think watching the snow is great too. Yeah, it's a fun uh, pastime. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it has no business being good, and then and at the end of the day, it really shut me up. Oh, okay, that's a that's a 
nice yeah. way to end it there. And same with me. I'm going to say watch it. Again, what are you doing in January? Watching snow? Uh, watching snow? <laughs> also, it's just this fun movie. You've heard us talk about it now. Just go out and watch it if you're looking for a good time. I don't think this movie will disappoint you. So it's definitely worth it. Man, this film has six writers. Well, at the same time, it also went through production hell. So Joe Carnahan was attached to the film for yeah. quite a while. Mm-hmm. And then as the film kept getting delayed and delayed, he did hop off. So I'm assuming a lot of it's owed to people. Maybe they did some touch-ups and yeah, it's the way the, drafts. The unions work and all that stuff. Yeah, Peter Craig. But Peter Craig, it. and I think it was Chris Bremner. Yeah, Chris Bremner. Yeah. Who's I think Chris Bremner is doing the uh, fourth. He's he Sony hired him to do the fourth script, and they're also he's also going to be writing uh, National Treasure Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. So and a lot Peter of Craig's done some amazing work. Hundred percent. He's a pretty famous writer. Let's move on to our topic of the show, and that is our most anticipated twenty twenty film releases. Who would like to start? <laughs> <laughs> it was I such have, a nice pause. There I have too. like some great pauses. Um, I'll throw one out for us, mm, and I'm gonna that. I'm gonna throw one out that's not a movie, but something I am looking what? forward to this year. That's I'm gonna not, like that. I'm gonna do a switch up right now. You can't just to get things. it out of the way. I'm looking forward to some books. <laughs> I'm look, no, books. no, no, no. It's not. It's, it has to do with the movies, though. Okay. I'm just looking forward to this year. Before I before I give a movie, I'm looking forward to this being the year that we finally get a proper movie subscription service from our local theaters. So Cineplex now. R.I.P. to Tanner Z. We love you. Tanner, if you ever want to come on this show, yeah. you have a seat here to guest one day. You have a seat anytime. Yeah. Anytime, That'd be cool, Tanner. man. Yeah. We, should talk, cool. we should message him. We'll message him and we'll send him this segment and be like, Tanner, listen. <laughs> Tanner, please. listen to Tanner's us. like, please do not talk to yeah. me. I'm going to Tanner, file a once, restraining order. We once DM'd you to come have a beer with us. That was a few years ago, yeah. A few years ago. <laughs> after we met you and had a after, good yeah, conversation. We did, yeah. Uh, and then you kind of ignored it. But yeah. that's okay. You know yeah. what? Come it's down. okay. All's forgiven because we love you. And obviously, if you don't know, Tanner Z was like, oh, from Cineplex this week. Uh, we don't know any more details other than that. But in other news with Cineplex, I hope that we finally get a proper subscription service. I'm hoping when we do our year-end wrap-up video that... We could be like, how great was that subscription service this year, right? Yeah. Um, this year, looking at movies coming out, I would say I'm going to give an anticipated nod to... <sighs> I don't want to hear a Disney film. I'm not going to say Disney film. I'm going to say Top Gun Maverick. Damn, you took yeah. one of mine. I'm just trying to be strategic here, you know? Strategic. Top Gun Maverick is coming out this year. Joseph Kaczynski. Joseph Kaczynski, Tom Cruise, Christopher Christopher McQuarrie. I watched the trailer for it the other day again, and I was just like, damn, I just hope this is good. Because, again, not that I have any real love for the first Top Gun movie. (laughs) No, we don't. Uh, I've told my Danger Zone story before on the podcast where the song was just looped forever. Oh. Yeah. I remember us watching it. That was a dream? No, that was an event where like Shay and I were like watching Top Gun like at oh, the same yes, time. Oh yes, that one. That and one. then Shay left, and the movie just went back to the menu screen. It was just looping Danger Zone over and over and over again. So Shay was like, song. "I'll be back in like two minutes." And remember, like an hour later, Shay, well, Shay still wasn't back. Next, next remember week Top Gun: back. The Ride at Wonderland? Yeah, awesome. I would love now waiting in line there. Deck, because it would play Danger Zone. Yeah, yeah. that line Great rate was a. Uh, was dope because yeah. of Danger Zone. That's so. called Flight Deck or yeah. something, or yeah. Flight Simulator 94. <laughs> yeah, that's what they use to run it. But yeah, Top Gun Maverick. I'm going to throw one out for that one just because. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm also excited for Top Gun. Really excited Easily. for that one. Yeah. Yeah. For that Easily. One. Uh, I'm going to throw another one out. 
Halloween Kills. Yes. Ooh. On my list as well. Halloween Kills. That is not on my list. Because the Halloween that just came out in 2018. Yep. Phenomenal. Right. Again, I don't do horror movies, but now I'm coming around to them. And you got some comedy people behind this. You got what? Danny McBride was behind yeah. it. Yeah, he was right. They know how to make horror films. Honestly, right. they do. I, I honestly think they do. And that one was so phenomenal. It The slasher... I guess genre has been missing for so long. Right. You know, Scream really brought it back in the 90s to the 2000s. And then, you know, some events in in real life pushed slasher films away. And they just could never make the proper comeback. Right. So I think now, I'm hoping at least, they're on their way back. And Halloween, the first one that came out, was really good. Yeah, and it was one of those movies. It was a direct sequel to just the first movie, Mm -hmm. which we've been seeing that trend kind of happening a lot in Hollywood right now. And it's one of those things, too, that we're seeing movies being directed by directors who were fans of the originals. Yes. Right? And I think that's a big thing now where we're seeing somebody who's just, who loves a property or a character so much, but they're like, let me kind of make my mark. Let me kind of create this movie that I wanted to create growing up and. Yeah, Halloween kills, and then we'll get the sequel the year after, which is I can't wait for as well too. Halloween ends. Halloween ends. That's yeah, it. so I'm I'm really excited for this mm-hmm. one. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait for this one. Anthony, what about you? I'm gonna go with Ghostbusters Afterlife. There it is. Mm-hmm. There Good it is. Um, that trailer. Another one that's also kind of like Halloween. A kills. direct sequel to a direct sequel to yes. By the sun of by the sun. It's such a it's such a actually it's pretty amazing that the sun is you know Ivor Reitman um the original creator of Ghostbusters and Jason Reitman, his son is taking over as the director and writer. Very cool. Um, I, when I watched this trailer, I was so shocked to be this excited for Ghostbusters. It was such a, in 2020, yeah. in 2020. Um, I can't wait for this film to release. Yeah. Like, was, I'm a big Ghostbusters yeah. fan and this was just such a different take on what Ghostbusters is, but it, it has these amazing sequences and plots that you want to know more. Yeah. You want to yeah. watch it. And it was just, I was so excited to to um, to watch that trailer. And I think going forward too with it, it's like, it has, it, again, it's being it's a direct sequel to a series of movies. It, it feels like, it feels again, almost like a mature take on it like the series has grown up as well too a little bit mm-hmm. um like to see like they have a gunner seat like it's so yeah. it's so cool it makes you that, so excited that siren that yeah it's just like wow it's just it's such a great trailer yeah. i would say it was one of those trailers like one of the best trailers of 2019 of last year? yeah yeah i would say so. easily and yeah. the poster as well the poster is great fantastic and i just think the name is really cool too it's just afterlife like it's so perfect it's like resurgence or the rise of you ghostbusters know I mean? you know what i mean it's just something cool just like and they're, that feels they're back all of them are back you don't see you don't know what part of yeah. like how they're gonna be part of this movie but it looks like a lot of this movie takes place in a rural um farmland like village sort, town right? type yeah. thing yeah um but yeah that's uh that's one of my most anticipated all right what else do you guys got? Back to me. Who right? wants to say? Who wants to say it? Because I know I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say it now. We can say our big ones yeah. to get it to get it over. Daniel's with. gonna say it because he, he's my boy. Tenet. Christopher Nolan has a movie coming out this year, and it is Tenet, and I cannot wait for it. We saw the IMAX prologue in front of the Rise of Skywalker, and that prologue blew me away. Yeah. Even though I didn't understand everything that was going on in it, because we're not supposed to yet. Yeah. But Christopher Nolan has that July spot 
in his crosshairs every time he comes out to play with the exception of like interstellar but like i just cannot wait for this movie christopher nolan is one of those directors that made me want to go into making movies and he just his movies just feel like he just creates these worlds and i like you guys have heard me gush about him a million times of you guys as well so like i just cannot wait to see this movie i'm done good that was about time yeah, yeah. you that's, guys too i'm assuming you're excited for tenet yeah. as well oh, of course yeah. of course very excited for it um no time to die yeah i i love bond that was on I my love list Daniel too. craig <clears throat> i mean casino royale is one of my favorite films i think of all time of all time just it's, it's definitely in, in my top 10 i would say and i go back to it a lot granted for me specter didn't really hit it and quantum of souls has its own issues and so i falls a great film but i'm really hoping this is some return to form it's got anna Dare moss in it you've got some great 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 actors in this movie so and with the return of christoph waltz who i think was did not get his due in specter specter yeah i'm really hoping that they finally give him the respect on his name you know yeah respect so, put a respect on his name because yeah. he unfortunately was not that great in specter yeah and it was kind of like they use him as like oh i'm the author of all your pain type deal we're yeah. like all right but, we it, don't need but to... really yeah no it, you know it's like this... it's like palpatine and snoke you know I mean? <laughs> but this this looks good like it, does. it looks good and we've only gotten one trailer so far so i'm excited for the second trailer yeah. to come out and did you know billy eyelash is doing uh this, yeah, this, I've this heard, song I, heard. I heard on the movie podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. good source good source yeah and we don't have long to wait for that one that one's no, only soon. like three months out not even yeah so not too long now. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna I'm gonna share a film that a lot of you probably might not know of. Okay. It's not a big film, but it has a great cast and it has someone who's written great movies. And I think this is gonna be his first directorial debut. Okay. And that is Those Who Wish Me Dead, directed by Taylor Sheridan. Oh. Well he's directed. Right. He's directed, yeah. Yeah. Film? He directed yeah. Wind River, no? Oh, Wind River. Oh, yeah, that was okay, his second, first second film. Yeah. <laughs> wrote and directed. Yeah, he wrote yeah. and directed. Um, don't ever question what my I don't do. Quench it, question don't question his Taylor Sheridan, questions. for those of you who don't know, is the writer of Sicario and director of Wind River. And Wind writer, River. And writer of Wind River. And, Hell or uh, High Water. Hell or High Water. Yellowstone. Is going to be another Western slash thriller. Stars Angelina Jolie and Nicholas Holt. Ooh. So I'm interesting cast. very... When's that uh, coming out? I didn't know this was happening. Yeah, I, haven't, I didn't see this on my list. Um, well, maybe is this, uh, is this I think it's film? a no. I made it up. Did, I you, just, get it from, did you get it from uh, Wikipedia? No, I got it from Hype Beast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I did get it from Wikipedia. But what month does it come out? Uh, one of those months. I feel like there's so many. There's so many movies. I want to say out, like, like I want to say ends. like April or May or June or July. Just type in those who wish me dead. I'm typing in Taylor Sheridan. We're getting we're getting a live. Uh, I love how you guys want to fact check me. I just want to question your trenches, to be honest with you. Yeah, because you didn't sound so sure about yeah, it. You're like uh, those who <laughs> dead. No, are I wishing... was trying to go with a different tone. Those who wish me dead. <laughs> a, All right, let's see. A it's Riddler in, questionable it's in tone. Post production right now. Okay, post production like is. And it is in. It's October. full October. Okay. Yeah. So Oscar season. I hope so, man. I I'm based a, on a novel, eh? I'm a big fan of ta- uh, yeah Ooh, Tyler uh, Sheridan. John John Bernenthal's in it too. Yeah, it's based I, I, on a novel by Michael Cortia. Interesting. Yeah, I'm a big and, fan uh, of his Nicholas work. Holt. So, Western I, thriller. Oh. Who doesn't like a western? Who doesn't like a thriller? Yeah, no one. Tyler Perry's in it though. That's interesting. But he did well in Gone Girl. So. He did. 
Yeah. Isn't that like your favorite film? Yeah, it's one of my favorite films. <laughs> Stupid film. <laughs> oh, I have a Gone Girl. Well, I have a tie-in to Gone Girl that I'm really excited for, too. Cool. I know what your tie-in's going to be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what it's going to be. Is it on there on your list? No, you can't see it. Okay, go. It is on my list. And, uh, Daniel. Daniel, uh, go say it, Daniel. Hmm. Come on. Black Widow. Yes, hmm. we know. Oh, no, I'm not going to say it. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to say... And it bums me out because we were supposed to be getting it next month. The King's Man. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes the yes, King's yes. Man is the prequel to The King's Men. Again, I'm not 100% on the name, but I get it. It's just, I just feel like I'm it's... I'm not a Kingsman. I'm, I'm a, a Kingsman. Man. Uh, <laughs> so that's coming out now all the way in like September, I want to say it's coming out. Yes. Um, Matthew Vaughn coming back to direct, obviously no Taron Egerton in it, but you're going to see how the Kingsman came to be, and it's taking place during World War One. One, so trenches. A lot of trenches in it, which Anthony's going to love, um, especially after seeing 1917. I'm excited to go back to that time period, you so, know? Um, but yeah, bums me out that this movie was pushed so far away, but I think the worth, the wait will be worth it, so hopefully it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Shay, you're, uh, up, you're up to the I'll throw one out there. And I don't know. Again, I'm very skeptical about throwing this one out there. Okay. Because the director is hit or miss. But his idea, at least the plot and everything, and I'm going to hide it from Anthony so he doesn't see. Uh, but the plot and some of the cast seem to interest me. Uh, and it's called Infinite. And it's directed by Antoine Fuqua. Oh, okay. What's uh, this one rest about? Rest in peace. What? No. Didn't he die? No. Antoine Fuqua? No, that's the other... Director. Which one? Um, bad Boys. Not Bad Boys. What? Boys Michael in the Hood. Oh, Ant- oh, oh, yeah. Who's that? Oh, Michael. Uh, no. No. I'll get it. Okay, you get that. Uh, I'll keep talking about it. Uh, so it's, it's about a movie. It's Boys in the Hood, director. Yeah, yeah, Boys in the Hood. That's what you said. You said it? Bad Boys. I no, said Bad Boys. I corrected myself. Uh-huh. They said Bad Boys in the Hood. John Singleton. That's John Singleton. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. My bad. That's not a racist thing, though. No, no, no. It kind of was. Because it was very similar to each other. <laughs> Anyways, Anton Foucault, who directed Training Day. Yes. But again, and he also directed Equalizer 1 yes, and 2. 1 and 2. But again, he has a lot of weird Hidden ones yeah. there. But anyways, um, it's about a man discovers that his hallucinations are actually visions from past lives. And who's Ooh. starring in this? So you got Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Are oh, you what's the plotting me? Or are you giving no. me. <laughs> she would tell you for. Okay. Jason Manzukis, who I think is hilarious. Um, Tom Hughes. Sorry, I don't know who Tom Hughes is, but Toby Jones is in it yeah, too. Toby Jones, yeah. And Sophie Cookson from who played Roxy in Kingsman. Interesting cast. Yeah. But I just I like the plot and Anton Fuqua can when the right materials in front of him, he can make a solid film. Did he do anything else with Mark Wahlberg? Did he do any of those like other movies with Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and he also did Magnificent Seven. And that, yes, I, that movie that was I enjoyed. Good. Yeah, but it's interesting because like Anton Fuqua and Mark Wahlberg are always so like hit and miss, right? Uh, um, okay, let's see. Directed? Did he direct anything with him? Oh, Shooter. Shooter. That's it. Yeah. I'm like, I know. I feel like they've worked together before. Yeah, when's When's Infinite supposed to be coming out? It's supposed to come out in the. Oops. Let me just. Uh, get that information for you guys here while i'm uh, at it uh august okay it's an august film cool so you know it's kind of like sketchy but uh i mean we were wrong about january it's true we're off to a strong start so it yeah. only could mean downhill from here it's true. <laughs> uh anthony anthony you're up man 
Hmm. Again, like we don't have I'm specifically like ten movies. No, I we're don't. We're gonna go I, through, but like we'll I'm we'll just say we'll just shoot. We'll go. Keep going. I'm gonna say Dune. Dune. Yeah. Dune. Hundred percent. Dennis Villeneuve, director and screenplay. Most probably most anticipated film yeah. of 2020. With the Next most to the in- Tenant. Uh, in compare in in we'll say um anticipation anticipation by everyone not just me or you it's like dune and and tenant or everyone's the biggest looking film. at this yeah right now. it's yeah. this they're, they're it's, nervous it's december right yeah yeah i'm december I'll, I'll be honest this is one of my most anticipated movies but i feel like i'm predicting the future right now saying dune bombs at the box office yes because you know Blade what i mean? Runner did too <sighs> so upsetting have have um have they released a film the same year Nolan and yeah, they have they have Nolan and Denis because they're they're my two tops right now. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they have. I think 2017 they did something at the same time, right? 2017 and they did 2010. Yeah. and 2015. Nolan didn't do anything 2015. Yeah. No, okay. I'll shut up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dune. I mean, it's a huge movie. It probably has one of the most stacked casts ever. Yeah, mm. um, huge cast. I just, I just hope it. I, I know it's going to be good, but I just hope it's, it's successful. I just want to see that 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 first trailer. You know what I mean? That first trailer is going to be mind blowing. And you know, Hans Zimmer is doing the score for it as well, and he literally said no to Nolan doing Tenet mm. because he wanted to do Dune. So I'm hoping that means that there's some, there's some fire behind this one. I think so. There would be. Well, Timothy Chalamet is in it, so there's definitely it's, some fire. There you go. Again, great, great, great cast. Thank huh. I want to throw one out there. Okay. Um, there's some there's some big movies coming out this year. I'm going to throw out Soul by Pixar. Oh, good choice. Soon. So Pixar has two movies coming out this year. They have Onward and they have Soul. And Soul is directed by Pete Docter, who is one of my favorite directors of all time. And he's directed some of the best Pixar movies of all time as well, too, with Inside Out, Up, um, Monsters, Inc. He's done some of the movies that just define who you are as a child like that so i hope soul is another one of those movies and when you kind of see compared to onward onward feels more like the kid-friendly movie where i feel like soul is going to be the kind of the movie to cut me deep into my soul mm-hmm. so looking forward to that one coming out this year 100 percent. shabazz i'm gonna go with an obvious one here yeah because it's bound I to happen to you have to say it. i have to say it i'm gonna say mank you're gonna say what mank mank Mankowitz. The, the David Fincher film. Oh, yes. I know that wasn't yeah. that obvious. It was obvious for the me. The name, I forgot what the name was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, anytime a David Fincher film comes out, I'm I'm all ready for it. I'm yeah. all good. Like, this, this, I can't wait. Anytime he has anything in production. Give it and to it's us. been forever since he's gotten a His film. His last movie was Gone Girl, was yes, it not? it was Gone Girl. I mean, Girl. if this movie is worth canceling Mindhunter over, <laughs> it better be worth it. <laughs> I, know, I know that he had a lot of projects that were kind of... He wanted to get started like he wanted to do a remake of Strangers on a Train right? with Ben Affleck. And that I love Strangers on a Train, so I thought that would have been a great um, movie to go for. But Mank, I know it's a Netflix film. Right. But I mean, Netflix but leading again, the Oscars this year. They right? are. They're doing great. And I, and I hope to God this film gets a theater release. I'm sure it will with the I way Netflix so. is. And this is the one that's going to be all in black and white. Yes. And he's do, has some type of relation to his father, no? Uh, his father I, wrote it. Wrote it, yeah. His father wrote yeah. it. That's Daddy it. Daddy wrote it. Daddy wrote it. Yeah. yeah. When does this one have a release date? It is right now just 2020. All right. So let's hope that it even comes out this year because I know that he was busy with trying to also get 
World War Z two off the ground, which oh, is a God. weird what thing a to weird say. choice, right? But I think if he did it, he would do an amazing job. Oh, for sure, no so, doubt. Yeah, that's that's mine, Anthony. Um, I'm gonna go with the last duel. Okay. What the hell is that? What is? Tell us about the last, last duel. duel. You pick out these like. The last I feel, are you on so, the last? You don't know duel. about the last duel. Let me yeah, tell you about the last duel. <laughs> so, you you might have heard in previous podcasts that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have began writing again. Oh yes. So they wrote this. Uh, I think it's taking place in like some sort of like medieval times. Isn't this or, in January 2021. No, it's 2020. I just got pushed a week to prove you're wrong. It's directed by Ridley Scott. Yep. Oh, limited releases 2020. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Whatever. I mean, I remember us talking about this on the podcast. Really? Yeah. 2021. So um, this is the first time in a really long time that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have wrote a, written a script together, and they're going to be starring together, and is being directed by Ridley Scott. Yeah. Who? And it's taking place in a. Who again? It's hit and miss, but you know you have the potential with great writers. Yes. And. and um, great actors plus you know Ridley Scott might make a good movie this year yeah it's possible I think it's in the right hands yeah so yeah the last duel I feel like December is kind of wide open right now because we don't really have a huge do we have a huge December movie this year no Avatar list this year no Star Wars this year I think Uh, Dune is the biggest one Dune I know the Eternals is more November oh yeah Eternals forgot about that um yeah, so I I don't know if we have a big Christmas movie this year, so hopefully that's good news for. Well, like, this one like comes this. out last to a limited release in the U.S. on Christmas. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me throw one out there for us, please. Um, just because it's it's bound to be said, I'm really looking forward to Black Widow this year. Yeah. I didn't say it first. I said it like fifth. It, that shouldn't count. You know, like those movies shouldn't count. Oh, West Side you, Story. West Side Story. Yeah, but I don't know how. Oh, sorry, that, I'm, I'm talking about like yeah, oh the big like, release dates, the big release dates. Yeah, coming to America too as well. So do you what do you not want any superheroes on this list, Anthony? You know why? It's kind of like it's almost like you're it's a you're creating We're a, be a monopoly that. of those films will always be like anticipated because of right. their their substance sure. and they're by, they, by default anticipated. You know? um, but so, yeah, yeah, that's great that you're looking for yeah, 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 Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, you know, Daniel's list. So does it? I mean, I think there's. What did you I say? Think my, I think I think my movies are going to outperform your movies. Okay, though. my movies. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, my Mr. movies have you never heard of here? before. Okay, freaking last That's duel true. and whatever. Last duel we heard of is just but it's a twenty. Those who wish <laughs> me dead. Uh, okay. Um, I'm I'm hesitant, but looking forward to a Quiet Place Part Two. Yes. I'm nervous mm. because again that movie was so self-contained, had that perfect ending, and I it left me not wanting more in right. the best way possible. But I but I did like the first trailer because it opened up the world a bit more. Right. And again, John Krasinski did a phenomenal job at directing the first one. I can only hope that he's coming back because he has something to say. He's got something else, you know. Right. So I'm hopeful. I'm 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 hopeful, but scared. Yeah, because I mean the the. the great thing with the first one is that like less was more and he took out so much of the exposition but um yeah i'm i'm really hoping that it uh it delivers so yeah what about you anthony um it's not particularly a movie (laughs) 
You Hold and, on a second. You, you just gave me great. You, you got to come up with something. You're going to be like, oh shit. You uh, I'm looking forward to this you know blanket what? coming out. I don't know. Yeah, but mine was at least pertaining to the theater, okay. right? So when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, when you I'm hear stupid. your family. Okay. Yeah. What tell what's what's up? Anything from A24. That is <laughs> a movie though. That's good. So Fantasy Island. It's not on Fantasy Island. It's not coming out. What it is? It is. It's come out month. in May, or is it May or this month? I think it's. I think it's January. I'll double check. Um, I, I looked up the list. I, <laughs> I looked up the <laughs> list. There was no A two four films until First Cow and Saint Maud. A two four just came off an insane year. Yeah, and it just kills me that the only again well earned that the only award they were nominated for was cinematography in the lighthouse. Again, great movie. Oh, Blumhouse, my apologies. Uh, great movie, great cinematography, but they're just a powerhouse studio. That, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I can't wait for what they're releasing. I don't know if they're gonna right now on their list. There's only two movies, yeah. which is the first Cow and Saint Maud. Um, I don't know if they're gonna have any other releases um, that they'll just put out, especially during the award season, right? Um, during TIFF. Do you think they're going to try and rework their release strategy now, kind of coming off this, the way the Oscars kind of went for them this year? Do you think I they're going know. to try and maybe push more Oscar-y season rather than, rather than uh, spread it out? I don't know. I, I would I would suspect, like because their movies did so well this year, um, I would suspect that they would do the same thing this year. Or, yeah. Sorry, last year. Their movies did so well last year. They would do the same thing this year. I hope so, because they're um, probably the best. But then again, there's area. only two films that they have like proper dates for. So I don't know if they have anything else coming out. Right. Like, Well, I think the good thing about A24 films, though, is that they're at least easier to churn out in terms of there's not that much effects going in. They're not effects-driven films. No. Right. So you can probably make a film within this year, post-production and all, and release it still. So yeah. they definitely have that ability, and I think that they probably will. Cool. Damn. Yeah, I think look. Yeah, looking at their history, probably the most effects-driven movie they've ever had was probably Ex Machina, right? Yeah. I was like, is that is that eighteen four? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Hmm. Let us see this list here, and I'm going to say, I mean, we spoke so much about Ghostbusters already in our Bad Boys review. Um. But I'm what? not going to say what? Uh, what did I? Ghostbusters in our Bad Boys review? Yeah, we mentioned we Ghostbusters. talked about Ghostbusters in our Bad Boys yeah. review, didn't we? About it was a sequel. When did we talk about Ghostbusters? When we were talking about movies. When I was one of my most anticipated. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, it was so long ago. Daniel so... Daniel did pop a couple pills before. Yeah, we started. Daniel's what on drugs? Okay. What yeah. years it? I'm pretty sure he's on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. We spoke inter- about Ghostbusters. Intervention him later on. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I totally. I totally like. Wow. I thought that feels so long ago. That's I'm why. So unmemorable. Yeah. That's I remember what, though. I got yeah. you. Thanks, man. You bad boys for life. You guys are with me. <laughs> we ride together. Oh, they're we they're, t- they're touching tips. tips of their pencils. Yes, yeah. their iPad pencils. Uh, don't call it that. Okay. <laughs> no, they just touch tips. Um, I think it's so hard. You came in. It's so hard. <laughs> just say a damn movie. I don't okay? know what to say. I'm gonna say because I'm curious to see how it's gonna turn out. Okay. Not because I'm looking forward to it. I'm more looking forward to what it's going to look like we're also yeah this list is like movies that we're are you gonna say fast and furious no i'm gonna say godzilla versus king kong oh okay because i just want to know 
what they're doing with it because we know it was delayed from March. So this is a movie that was supposed to be coming out in two months, and now it's coming out all the way in November. So it's like I'm just curious to see what's going to happen with that movie and what's just going to happen with that universe of films after yeah. all of this. Uh, I'm I think gonna... Uh, they're going to have a battle, Daniel. You think so? I, I assume, but who knows? That's true. Maybe we'll talk it out. Yeah, they'll be like, hey! <laughs> Could you imagine they do talk it yeah. out? Yeah. Why are we lighting? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what if, what if... Mothra! Mothra! <laughs> what if, uh, what if God's Love vs. King Kong is really what the last duel is? What if the last duel is really just the... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> the, ben the Affleck does Godzilla and Matt Damon does King Kong? 100%. Could you imagine that? Yeah. I can't imagine that, yeah. I want to watch that movie now. <laughs> Don't get my hopes up. Not again. Um, I'm going to throw one out there that, kind of like Daniel, I'm, I'm curious about only because of the absurdity of this film and because it follows my Halloween Kills formula. And that's Saw. The by Chris Rock. Chris Rock and Sam Jackson, right? Sam Jackson starring in it. But it's written by Chris Rock. I don't know who was directing it. I don't know if he's directing it too, but... It's such a weird. Like, it's why would he, so. Why would he weird. write Saw? Like, is so he a fan of thing. Saw? Like, that's the and I and I love the first Saw film. I watched the, all the other ones in theaters except Jigsaw. They're such weird movies, but they're so of their own genre and type and just thing. And it's whatever it is. It's it's good mindless movies. Mm-hmm. But to have Chris Rock and Sam Jackson in a Saw film sentence, I never thought I'd say. I'm curious to see what the hell it's about. What comes of it? Why did he do this? He must have seen something. But again, he's a comedy writer doing a horror film. Right. It's like Danny McBride and Halloween, right? Again, good formula, good thing to go for. Let's see what happens. Anthony. So, um... I don't have anything else. All right. <laughs> uh, All right. That was the movie podcast. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got other ones I've thought about. Too, I'm like, surprised. Like, like Bob's Burgers, I'm looking forward to because I love that show. Is it the movie coming out this year? Oh, this year, supposedly. I'm surprised like you didn't say your uh, Amy Adams uh, woman yeah, in the window in the one. Wo- woman's shell. It looked good. The trailer looked good. It's not my most. In- <laughs> what was it called again? Sorry? Woman, woman in the window. I, I, I call it ghost in the woman's ghost shell. Ghost woman in the shell. <laughs> woman in the woman in the pioneer. I don't know. Yeah, it had like the rear window. Was it rear window? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it had rear window esque. Like it had a good trailer. I was in, you know. No, I, I, just, I just thought you were looking forward to it. I remember That's you what. saying, "Why um, can't I buy tickets to this already?" <laughs> Why was it literally what you said? Out yet. Yeah, you said I want the best seat in the house. Yeah, this I, don't, movie. I don't have anything else. Mm-hmm. I looked at the list and I'm like, okay, like a lot of the films that I was looking at, I wasn't. Yes, I'm gonna go watch, but am I excited to see it or like I can't wait to see it? Right. No, nah, I didn't I get the feeling from from those films. Like Black Widow, yes, I'm gonna go see it. It's probably right. gonna be Wonder great. Wonder Woman, we're gonna go. Wonder see Woman, it. 1984, fantastic. Right. I put Top Gun. You already mentioned it. Um, I put No Time to Die. You already mentioned it. Um, Tomorrow War is gonna be interesting, probably too. Chris Pratt's film at the yeah, end of the just, year. Yeah, they just finished shooting. Yeah. Yeah. I was about I, Chris McKay. I was looking at. Um, is it still called that though? The Tomorrow War at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. It's still listed as that. I don't think this year is gonna be a huge. Movie year for movies, even though there's a lot of bangers coming out. Even though there's a lot of bangers, it's not going to be like this year. It's not going to be a film year. It's going to be a movie year almost. Yeah, like 2019 was probably one of the best years in film. But we never. But midway through the year last year, when we did our July episode or our our send off for two weeks episode, 
We're like, yeah, this year, with the exception of like Endgame, was kind of been lackluster, and then and then it just went boom. When boom, September boom, boom. hit, it's just like, <laughs> is yeah. that the Jumanji drums just started playing? Yeah, it and then the it's just, I, drums. I was even looking at some of the directors, and I wasn't, I wasn't um, hopeful, right? Because this year you had Scorsese, you had you know, yeah, Tarantino, uh, Tarantino, Scorsese, Mangold, and and Sam Mendes, and Taika. Uh, Taika. Who else? A lot, of but people. like there's there's, there's films that we will never know. Like maybe there'll be another Korean film, or maybe there'll be a because yeah, we didn't know about Parasite this time last year, right? To tell you the truth, Korean films are are like very very good movies. Not good movies. Oh, yeah, they are good movies. Yes, not, but you like heard it here first, they're folks. so <laughs> different. They're like you know, it's no, a Europe- foreign films in general are very different, and I hope one day like my goal and my dream with this podcast is that we'll all start watching a lot more foreign films like there yeah. are great Bollywood movies out there too that I think you guys would love that are sure. as good as Parasite as well seriously no there are like, they literally are there are films no, that sure. are, they're not musical they're not based around that yeah, yeah. they're just dramas or right. they're comedies or they're whatever they are and they're phenomenal movies they make you go wow like I wish this was seen by more people right and right. It's, it's the same thing right. that like Bong Joon-ho said like at the, the Globes right where he's just like once people get over that one what, inch, that one inch wall. wall at the bottom of your screen, like you're going to open up yourself to so much more movies. So yeah. hopefully, and I think I'm hoping with like Parasite, it's crazy that Parasite's still playing in theaters now. And yeah. it's not just playing in theaters where we like, we have to go out to find Parasite when we watch it yeah. in October. Yeah. Now it's playing at pretty much every theater you go to. And I, and I think I'm hoping that's a sign of the times changing where like, but there's a movie that's amazing. Like it should just be available to watch in any, you know, in any variety of doing it. I you know, um, well, cool. That was is, a good list. Yeah, it yeah. was a good list. A lot of movies Very coming list. out this year. Again, like we kind of spoke on last week's episode, and Anthony's kind of alluding to now. Like I don't know how big this year will be compared to last year because we had mega franchises last year, and then we had the mega big hitters with the award movies at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping. By mid-year, we'll be able to kind of revisit and see. In July, we'll kind of reevaluate, seeing what the year's been looking like so far. Yeah. And then do what we're looking forward to for the rest of the year. Yeah. I can't wait. Very exciting. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> As always, if you want to be, if you want to write into the show, you can at thistimewith.com slash talk. Uh, check us out on Instagram as well, yep. thistimewith.com. Sorry, Instagram or at thistimewith on Instagram. You can reach out to us there and just follow us there to see what we're up to. Uh, like we said as well, we have our reviews across the podcast feed, on our YouTube feed, Twitter, Instagram. You could find us wherever you want to, so be sure to do that as well. Cool. That has been the movie. Oh, oh man. No, you got it. Oh, it's okay, that, man. You were so nervous. <laughs> you were so like, That's been this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. <laughs> no. Usually, I get to say that part, but <laughs> we will see you next. Ah.